Good morning, everybody. I pray that you're blessed and whole and that God's favor is upon you this morning. I pray that you're strengthened and encouraged even as I speak to you today. Can I pray with you? Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this another day that you've allowed us to see. Lord, we thank you for this, your people who have joined us this morning. Lord, we pray your favor and blessings upon them. Pray that they'll be strengthened and encouraged by what they shall hear. Lord, allow your word to be a lamp unto their feet and a light unto their path. And most of all, Lord, let us recognize this as a destiny moment where our own desire, our own will runs headlong into your word. Lord, allow your word to adjust our course, put us on your path, that we may be aligned with the destiny that you have set forth for us. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. I pray that you're encouraged and strengthened this morning, and I pray that you'll go with us to the word of the Lord. We're going to be sharing several scriptures into your hearing this morning. We'll be coming from 2 Corinthians 5 and 17. We'll also be looking at 1 John 3 and 2. Again, that is 2 Corinthians 5, 17. We'll also be looking at 1 John 3 and 2. And additionally, we'll be looking in Philippians. We'll look at Psalm 32 and 23 and also Philippians 3 and 13. Again, 2 Corinthians 5, 17, 1 John 3 and 2. We'll be looking at Psalm 37 and 23. And additionally, we'll be looking at Philippians 3 and 13. We'll be getting to those scriptures very shortly. Most of all, I'm just grateful for you to be, be able to join us this morning. And I pray that we'll say a few words that will help to encourage and strengthen you along the way. We've been sharing in this portion of the year during this time. We've said that this is the final quarter, 2020, the final quarter. And something that we've been doing on each of our broadcasts, we've been hashtagging, we got this. Why don't you do that for me right now? Hashtag, we got this. I say we got this, not I got this. Because you're not by yourself. God is always with you. And as God is your strength and your help, I pray that you will be encouraged and capable of overcoming all things. For greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. God's with you. Hashtag we got this. 
just a reminder to you and to others that you're not alone. Also, while you're doing that, go ahead and why don't you tag somebody else's name in the in the comments? Just type someone else's name in the comments to ta tag them in so that they'll be joined and associated with this word. While you're doing that also, please share this word on your page or share this stream on a group that you're a part of so that someone else can be strengthened and encouraged by God's word on this morning. Again, we're going quickly to the word. We're going to 2 Corinthians 5 and 17. For those of you who are note takers, I encourage you to join to do. Please do that. Uh, we are hopeful to share some things with you. Not not a, that are only encouraging for you today, but some things that you may be able to apply throughout the week to help strengthen and be the light that God is calling for each of us to be. Second Corinthians 5, uh, 17. It's the King James version of that scripture. That verse says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Again, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. And behold, all things have become new. Pray that that, that scripture encourages you this morning. This is a scripture that many of us know, but the practicality of what it means. What does that really mean to be a new creation? What does it mean to be new? I remember that even the concept, it was foreign to Nicodemus, who was a ruler of the Jews when Jesus encountered him there in John. Jesus said, a man must be born again. The Nicodemus said, how can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb? Jesus said, that which is born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the spirit is spirit. He said, marvel not that I've said unto you, you must be born again. Remember, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rules of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Those are the things that we fight against. So we must be reminded that when we become anew, we become new in God's spirit. That's what God desires for us. So that's what the scripture is saying here. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. The old things about you have passed away. They are no longer a part of who you are. Sometimes that's the difficulty in, in maintaining old friendships when you accept Christ. It's not that that person that you're with is bad or, uh, or, or, or it's not that, they, that you are better than they are. The problem is they see you for what you used to be and they don't see you for who you currently are. They see the trajectory of your life based on what you used to do and not on what you currently do. And as a result of that, sometimes it's difficult to maintain those relationships because you are seeing different things than they see. They are seeing what you were and you're trying to see yourself for who you are and who God desires you to be. And that can be a difficult transition for some of your friends. It can be difficult for them to make that transition from where you were to where you currently are. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. That means you think different. You prioritize differently. And that that can be a big problem. That is often the death knell of many marriages. When people say they grow apart, all that means is really what they prioritize is different. 
Some prioritized different things before they got married. They prioritized different things when, when they were dating. They prioritized different things when they were single and were not dating anybody. Sometimes I, I see, I've seen some posts on social media. They're like, how can a person who was sexually promiscuous become a wife or sexually promiscuous become a husband? How can you turn them into a husband? Well, if you ask me, those who know me, I'll tell you, you can't turn somebody into something that's not in them. You can't pull something out of you that was never in you. If a husband is not in them, if that's not planted in them, doesn't matter how kind a person they are, you cannot turn them into a husband. If being a wife is not in you, if that's not something that you prayed about and God has put in you, no amount of magic, effort, hard work is going to change because you don't have that in you. You have to pray that first God puts that in you because somebody cannot change who you are. They cannot change uh, how you think. They cannot change your thought patterns. It has to be inside of you. So I, I hope I'm, I'm helping somebody that that you're frustrated in a situation where you're expecting somebody to change. Maybe that person cannot change into what you desire because it is not in them. It has to be in them for it to come out of them. The word of the Lord says in 1 John 3 and 2, and we want to share this scripture with you as well. Go with us to 1 John 3 and 2, and it's the King James Version. 1 John 3 and 2 reads, Beloved, now we are children of God, and it has not yet been revealed what we shall be. But we know that when he is revealed, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. Let me say that again. We are children of God, and it has not yet been revealed what we shall be. But we know that when he is revealed, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. All that's letting us know is that when you have that newness on the inside, you change to where you were and who you used to be. And you start becoming what God desires you to be. You begin to take on the image of God. You begin to take on the image of what he placed inside of you. That same breath that he breathed into Adam, you begin to take that on. And when you take that on, you become different. You become new. You become what God desires you to be. And when we, when we come, become what God desires us to be, that's all God asks of us. To become what he wants. To become what he desires. To live inside his image. Now sometimes God's image does not comport to the image of what your friends used to see in you. Remember, your friends base a lot of their image and their perception of you on what they see. They see with their eyes. So there are limitations on what they see. There are limitations on what they anticipate, limitations on what they expect. But when we decide to live in the way that God desires from us, we begin to take on God's image and some of your friends might fall away, but it's okay. Just remember, there's limitations because all things have become new. Some of the things that are old that pass away are the reasons that your friends were with you. Have you ever thought of that? Some of the old things about yourself are the reasons that that person was in that relationship with you, that old boyfriend or that old girlfriend. That's why they liked you because of some of the old things that are no longer a part of who you are that have stripped away to reveal the newness 
of who you truly are. I want you to think of this as yourself as a butterfly. I want you to think of yourself. We're talking about things becoming new. I want you to think of yourself transitioning just like a butterfly transitions. And like I said, I need you to stay with me this morning. I have some things that we want to go deeper, a little bit deeper in God's word. We're not we're not going to just scratch the surface, but there are some things that I want to really reveal so that this can be helpful to you even through this week. The butterfly goes through a few stages. The first stage that the butterfly goes through is the egg stage, the egg stage. That means when the mother butterfly lays the egg, the butterfly is an egg and notice even in the egg stage, it's strategically placed. It is placed in a position of favor. I wanna let you know, somebody right now, it may not seem like it. It may seem that what I'm saying to you is contradictory to your experience, but I want you to understand that you have been placed in a position of favor. Say that for yourself, I am placed in a position of God's favor. We need some evidence. Go with me to the word again. Psalm 37 and 23. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord and he delights in his way. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord and he delights in his way. That means you are strategically placed. You're there for a purpose. Wherever you are right now, you are there for a purpose. I'm here for a purpose. I'm here for a purpose. I'm here for a reason. God has strategically placed me where I am. The egg of the butterfly in the egg stage is strategically placed on a leaf so that when the, the caterpillar begins to emerge, it began, can eat from that leaf. Strategically placed right in the right place. It does not have to go search for food, but the mother, strategically places the butterfly in a place on a leaf so that it will have everything that it needs once it emerges. Provides everything that it needs once it emerges. And I just want to share that with somebody right now. You're about to emerge from where you are. You're about to stretch out from where you've been placed. You're about to break out. A breakout is coming. Somebody hashtag that. A breakout is coming. You're about to emerge from your position. You're about to emerge from the place where you are. You were strategically placed in that position for a purpose. God knew exactly what he was doing when he placed you on that job, when he placed you with that friend, when he placed you in that community, when he placed you in that classroom. God was strategic in his placement because the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. God delights in your way. It is not by accident that you have arrived where you are. God was strategic in putting you exactly where he desired you to be. And where he put you, put you in a place where you can eat, put you in a place where you can be sustained. He put you in a place where your needs can be supplied. That caterpillar in the egg stage is strategically placed there so that it can receive all the sustenance that it needs. It can receive all the help that it needs right in the place where it has been placed. The Philippian writer, we're going to Philippians now. I told you we're going Philippians 3 and 13. Philippian writer says, Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, 
said, I'm put, I'm forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. Forgetting those things which are behind and reaching to those things which are ahead. I want you to understand something. The caterpillar, when it's in its egg, the only thing, way that it can emerge from the egg is to eat. It eats its way out of the egg. It eats its way out. So when I when I noticed Philippians 3.13, it says, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching to those things which are before. It says, when you're ready to come out of your storm, you'll fight, you'll crawl, you'll eat your way out. You'll put your faith in what is best until you come out. That means if you're a prayer order, you'll pray your way out. If you're a giver, you'll give your way out. If you're a praiser, you'll praise your way out. If you're a shouter, you'll shout your way out. If you are a consecrate, if you consecrate your way through your situation, you will consecrate your way out of your situation and you'll trust God that no weapon that is formed against you will prosper. You'll continue to do that. That's what the caterpillar does. It knows it does what it does what it does best. It knows to eat. So it eats its way out. When the butterfly egg is, is catched, a caterpillar, not a butterfly comes out. I want you to get that. When a caterpillar, when an egg, when a butterfly egg is hatched, a butterfly does not emerge. A caterpillar emerges. It may disappoint the uninitiated if they were expecting another butterfly. You may be disappointed in what your situation looks like right now. The butterfly lays an egg, but a caterpillar comes out. Some of you are saying, well, God promised me this, but it seems like I'm getting something else. It seems like I'm getting something less than what God promised me. It does not seem like what God promised me and what I've received, what I am seeing, the vision of what I see right now does not match up with what God told me. And I, I need somebody in an honest moment just to give me that raised hand emoji. The vision of what God showed me does not seem to match up with what I'm going through right now. Does not seem to match up with my environment. God said, I'm going to have this. God said, I'm going to do that. God showed me this. But despite everything God showed me, what I am seeing does not match up with what he showed me. Does not appear to match up. I'm, I'm expecting something different based on what the Lord told me. God said, I'm going to be a butterfly. But when the egg is laid and when it emerges, it's not a butterfly, but rather it's a caterpillar. That's why each stage that you go through, it's a process. Remember what the scripture said? It does not yet appear what you shall be. Does not appear. That means I can't see it. And I need, I need somebody to understand that, that just because God promised you something doesn't mean that you see it right now. I do not see it right now. God said butterfly, but all I see is caterpillar. I do not see it. My environment does not match up with my promise. And I need somebody in an honest moment. I need that's a testimony that you need to share with somebody else who's going through, who's struggling, who thinks you're all that and thinks you have it all together and they look up to you. But you need to be honest in your testimony and tell them that even where you are right now, 
your environment, your, your current position does not line up with what God told you you would be. Does not line up with where God told you you are going. Because our current position does not always seem to match up with what God said. But that's all right. It does not yet appear what we shall be. We're expecting to emerge as a butterfly, but you emerge as a caterpillar. Don't be, don't be discouraged by what your future looks like right now. You're more than your current position. You're in a caterpillar stage. You're getting ready for your next change. You're getting ready to emerge. You're getting ready to come through that. As part of that, I told you the, the cap to get out of the egg, the caterpillar eats. It's in an eating stage. So let's talk about the caterpillar stage. We talked about the egg stage position. The egg is strategically placed in a position where it can eat its way out. Now let's talk about the caterpillar stage. All caterpillars do is eat. Some of you in the egg stage and you're just looking at your circumstances not matching up with God's promise. Some of you in the caterpillar stage where you're just doing one thing. Remember what the scripture said, this one thing I do. Eating is the requirement for this stage to gather the energy for the next change. It's eating right now so that it will have the energy for the change that is coming in the next stage. It's eating now so that it will gain the energy that it needs for its change. Because when we go to the next stage, it can't eat. So it's eating right now to prepare for the change that is coming in the next phase. And sometimes you're just doing that one thing. All I, some of you right now say, Lord, all I'm doing is fasting. Lord, all I'm doing is praying. Lord, all I'm doing is working. I work, work, work all the time. That seems to be all that I do. Some of you are in school, you're like, Lord, I'm just studying all the time. I'm tired of studying. I'm, I'm tired of reading. I'm tired, I'm tired, of, I'm tired of teaching. I, I'm tired of working. Lord, I'm tired of just believing. It seems like all I'm doing is just one thing. Maybe you're like the, in that caterpillar stage. You're doing that one thing to build up the energy that is necessary for the change that will occur in the next stage. So if you're working, keep on working. If you're praying, keep on praying. If you're studying, keep on studying. Nothing that you are going through right now will be wasted. God is preparing you for the next stage and the next phase in your life. Don't lose hope right now. Don't lose faith. God's preparing you for the next stage in your life. So in this stage, the caterpillar, all they do is each. So in this stage, sometimes, get this, the caterpillar changes its relationships. It reevaluates its relationships. In this stage, the caterpillar, even though it is emerging one day to be a butterfly, it starts hanging out with ants. Why does it hang out with ants? Because ants forage for food. And what is the caterpillar supposed to do in this stage? Eat. So the caterpillar forms, get this, temporary relationships with different species species that are not like itself because on this level it needs to hang out with people that are doing what it needs to do it needs to eat so it hangs out with ants because if you know something an ant is going to find some food 
If you don't believe me, leave some food around laying in your house long enough. Just lay it on the floor. You won't know where they come from. You won't see them coming. But sooner or later, there'll be some ants around that food. Because ants, they can sense. They know where food is. So the caterpillar in this stage hangs out with the ants or other insects that forage for food. Because in this stage, what it's supposed to do is eat. Don't be afraid and fearful of seeking temporary relationships that are beneficial because if they are in line with your destiny, that is what God would desire you to do. That's what God wants you to do. He tells, he tells the caterpillar you're supposed to eat. So hang out with other people that eat. That means you're not in a fasting stage right there. You're not, you're not hanging out with people who are fasting. You're not hanging out with people who are setting their plate aside. Not in this stage. Recognize what stage you're in. I ask that, that question of you today. What stage are you in? What stage are you in? Are you in a stage like the egg that has just recently been positioned? That is yet to emerge? Are you in the stage like the caterpillar that's emerged from the egg stage? It's eating its way out of the egg. But now it must sustain itself and prepare itself. Number one was the positioning stage. This is the preparing phase. That means it's doing that one thing that will help build up the energy and the stamina that it needs to get to the next phase, to get to the next stage. What stage are you in? Ask yourself that question. Because your strategy is dependent upon what stage you're in. If you've just recently been positioned in a new job, if you've just been recently positioned in a new place, you're like the egg. You're, you're trying to emerge. If you just got a new job, don't expect them to promote, promote you the next day. You've been positioned there for a purpose. You haven't emerged yet. But you're still waiting. You're still learning, to be, learning that you have been positioned where God wants you to be. And you need to pray. You, need, you might need to eat your way out. You might be in the caterpillar stage where you already secured your positioning. But at this place, you're just doing one thing. Have you ever done a job where all you did was one thing? It was monotonous. And that's all you did and you got tired of it. Some of you are right there. I'm doing one thing. But that one thing that you're doing, God is allowing that energy to build and prepare you for the change that is coming. In your next stage, I say to somebody else, you're about to emerge. You're about to emerge. A shift is coming in your situation. The caterpillar here in this stage, he goes only to places where he can eat. So it shirks away from people who aren't eating. It goes to places where it can feast, where it can be fed. See, some of us are so busy trying to feed other people that we move out of position where we can be fed. While you're trying to feed, maybe you need to eat. Again, recognize what stage you're in. What phase am I in? Am I trying to feed people in a stage where I need to be fed? Am I trying to feed people in a stage where I'm the one who needs to eat? You see that many times in ministry. You see people who are preaching and ministering and sharing with other people and they're trying to get their word together and their ministry together and they're building and they're trying to, to, to feed other people. Maybe you need to eat first. Maybe you need to be fed first. Because as your pastor, as I try to minister and share with people, I can't share with you until I've eaten. I still have to eat. 
I still have to be fed from God's word. I still have to spend time at the well and let God minister to my heart, to myself. How, how, can, I, how can I share God's word and be lost myself? Paul said, uh, Paul said Why, how can I teach you? He said, but I, I have to be fed myself. He said, I can't, he said, I can't attend to you and then lose my own soul. I don't want to be lost. I have to be ministered to. I have to eat. So I, I'm hoping I'm sharing this with somebody. Somebody out there right now, you're frustrated, you're tired, you're exhausted because you're trying to feed people when it's your turn to eat. Stop trying to feed others. Maybe this is your phase. Maybe this is your season to eat. And then God will put you in a position where you can feed other people. How can I make a meal for you when I have no groceries? How can I do that? I'm not in a position to feed you. I need to eat myself. Reminds me of the lady, the, the prophet went to the, the widow's house and he said, make me a morsel of bread. The woman said, I cannot do that. Said, I do not have, said, I just barely have enough meal, oil and meal to feed me and my son. And we were going to eat of that. And then we're going to die. We don't have the materials. We don't have what is necessary to feed you. We barely have enough to feed ourselves. Many of you know the story. The prophet told the woman, he said, if you give me a cake first, I'll make sure that that meal never fails. Every time that you reach down into that barrel, you will find meal because the Lord will provide for you. I'm saying that to someone right now who feels empty. Don't worry about feeding other people. God said, when you reach down into that barrel, I'll have enough for you to feed yourself. And then once you have been fed, then you can share and be a blessing to somebody else. Remember, know what phase you're in, what stage you're in. And in the caterpillar stage, that's your time, your time to eat. Maybe you're hungry because you're trying to feed when truly it's your time to eat. Your time to eat. So when it's time to eat, you can't be distracted by other things. You have to make sure that it, you accomplish whatever God has for you to do at this stage so that you can be prepared for your next change. You can be prepared for your next change. See, while, while you're eating, they're growing. <laughs> and I need you to get that. While you're eating, you're growing. The disciples were eating at the feet of Jesus. And then one day Jesus told Peter, he said, Peter, do you love me? Peter said, yes, Lord, I love you. He said, then show me that you love me. He said, feed my sheep. He asked him again, he said, Peter, do you love me? And Peter said, yes, Lord, I love you. Then Jesus said, I, Peter's like, how can I show you that I love you? Jesus said, feed my sheep. Jesus was saying your demonstration of love is by feeding my sheep. But how could Peter feed the sheep of Jesus? Is because he sat first on his knee. He sat first at the feet of Jesus as Jesus fed the disciples every day from his word. 
Jesus, Peter could only feed others because he had first sat at the feet of Jesus and in his caterpillar stage, he had learned when it was his time to eat. You cannot grow if you do not eat. Something else that helps somebody, and I hope, I'm, I hope you're, you're with me, I hope you're sharing and taking notes with this. Another sign of the caterpillar's growth is that it begins to shed its, its skin. Every time it gets too big, the old skin falls off. But before the old skin falls off, new skin has already formed underneath. Before the old skin falls off, new skin has already formed underneath. I want you to understand that sometimes losing is a, a sign of growth. Sometimes losing is a sign of growth. You feel like you're losing and you're sad and you're upset and you're frustrated, but you don't recognize that sometimes losing is God's way of showing you that you are moving to another level. But, but, but I'm losing friends. I, I lost my job. I, I lost some acquaintances. This, this relationship that I was in, I lost the relationship. They, they left me, but maybe you're not losing. Maybe you're growing. Maybe you're moving to another level. Have you ever seen a, a mother of a newborn baby toting around all of that stuff? I saw a lady like that recently and I was just, it was nostalgic. It remembered, reminded particularly of my sons who were twins. All of the stuff my wife and I had to carry around when they were little babies, especially with there being two of them. We had bags on top of bags and strollers and, and baby seats and we're walking around with diapers and milk and formula and all of these other things that, that a newborn requires when you're walking around with them. Some newborn mothers, I know you're out there or you can remember. Very turbulent time, very frustrating because you had so much stuff. Bags on top of bags, strollers, car seats, bottles, backup bottles, backup clothes, clothes. <laughs> diapers you know what a good sign that the child is growing up is that the mother stops carrying so much stuff think about it the older the child gets the less stuff you have to carry because losing and not having to carry so much stuff is a sign of growth I know personally, I was so glad financially when we didn't no longer had to purchase formula. That stuff we had to carry, we lost it, but it was a sign of growth. So glad when we didn't have to carry strollers around or, or baby seats. But losing that was a sign of growth. Don't chalk up everything that you lose as a loss. Sometimes when you lose, it's a sign of growth. It's signifying that you're outgrowing your current position and God is taking you somewhere else. The, the word puts it this way. The Christian must lay aside every weight and sin which does so easily beset us and run with patience the race that is set before us. So if you're not losing anything, you might better ask yourself, am I truly growing? Friends change, behaviors changed. And I want to let somebody know your change is coming. But sometime a signal of your change is the fact that you're losing something. And your losing is a sign of growth. 
I'm coming to a close to the final stage. We talked about the egg stage. We talked about the caterpillar stage. And when the caterpillar has grown as much as it possibly can, when it's eaten all it can on that level, it's time to move to the pupa stage. And pupa is all about metamorphosis. Metamorphosis means transformation, a change from one thing to another. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, <laughs> he is a new creature. Old things are passed away and behold, all things are become new. During the pupa stage, the caterpillar is gone for several weeks. Gone for several weeks. Have you ever had to go alone by yourself? Had to seek shelter from the Lord? Bible says he that dwells in the secret place of the most high God shall abide under the shadow of the almighty. Many times Jesus has said he went apart just to pray. Apart to have a more intimate conversation with God. The caterpillar is gone for several weeks in the pupa stage and someone that doesn't know may assume that he died. Can you imagine the conversations that Lazarus must have, Lazarus must have had after Jesus got him up? <laughs> People probably kept up to him and said, hey, I thought you, you had died. <laughs> if it were social media, Lazarus would have had to update his status from dead to alive. But the butterfly, once he has transitioned, once he is transformed, he flies to a new level with friends that don't know him. Get this when he was a caterpillar. He goes to another level, to a place where people don't know him for what he was. And I'm telling you that because sometimes that's necessary. Sometimes when you outgrow certain situations, you need to hang around other people on your level so that you don't lose sight of who you are. Go to people who don't know you for your caterpillar stage, don't know you for your egg stage, don't know you for who you used to be. Sometimes that can be refreshing. Even Jesus said a prophet is not without honor except in his own country. Sometimes it's easier for that prophet to minister in other places than to minister in his own home. Sometimes going away is a good thing so people can see you not for what you were, but can appreciate you for who you are. These people didn't know you for who you are. You look different. You speak different. Have you ever changed jobs and the lingo changed? I know I have. It has certain lingo and certain words and certain abbreviations and certain acronyms that you use on your job now that you didn't use on the previous job. Your whole language has changed. Your whole speaking has changed. Your, your who you are in a way has changed. Sometimes that's a result of going to another level. And you have to hang around people who speak your language. Have you ever talked to your friends who are not a part of your, of your of what you do, not a part of your job, and you start using acronyms and they're like, what does that mean? I know in education we use a lot of acronyms and if we're not careful, if, we don't, if we're around people who aren't familiar, we'll say things and they have no clue what we're talking about. That happens when you emerge. That happens when you change. You're going to emerge to a level that you're going to say things that other people may not even 
understand, may not be able to comprehend. Have you ever heard said something that had that was so crazily wrapped up in faith that people looked at you like you were crazy? I know I have because I trust God. Sometimes you can say something with such crazy faith that people look around you like, what? What? Are you serious? Did you intend to say that? Your language has changed. How you speak has changed because you have emerged. Don't be afraid when you lose. Don't be afraid when friends fall off. Don't be afraid when relationships are cast aside. Don't even be afraid when you lose things. Losing is a sign of, may be a sign of growth. Losing may be a sign that you have emerged. I keep telling you, once you are born, even as a human being, physically born, once you emerge from your mother's womb, you start breathing oxygen, you can't go back. You can't survive even if you wanted to. Even if you wanted to go back, you couldn't go back because you wouldn't be able to breathe. You wouldn't fit because you have emerged. You have grown. And the things that sustained you at a previous level will no longer sustain you. The things that worked on a previous level don't work on this level because you've grown, because you've emerged, because God has allowed you to go higher. Somebody hashtag this, time to emerge. Time to emerge. Time to grow. Time to go higher. I know it's 2020 and you think things are bleak, but God is yet in control. God is yet powerful. God's word is yet true. I can emerge in the middle of a pandemic. I can go higher in the middle of, of, of turmoil because my, my hope is not built in this world, in this economy, but my hope is built in Christ. I'm closing here. The butterfly, once he transformed, flies to a new level. And those friends don't know him for his previous level. They're talking different. But you know what? Even as the butterfly, as the caterpillar changes into a butterfly, it has to still break out. It has to break out of the cocoon. It has to break out. Now understand, it's transformed. The caterpillar goes, it wraps itself in the larva. It, it wraps itself up. And even though it's transformed inside that cocoon, it must break out. Now remember, in the egg stage, it ate its way out. But eating its way out is no longer possible because it has emerged. So it used to eat its way out. You know how it gets its way out now? By using something that it did not have before. Something that was in it, but it had not matured. It had not grown. You don't put wings on a caterpillar. Through metamorphosis, wings are on the inside and they grow their way out. I'm telling somebody right now, you seem like you're in a difficult place and you don't know how you're going to get your way out of it. You're going to grow your way out. God is equipping you right now with something that is already in you. A change is happening, but it's not happening on the outside. The change is happening and occurring on the inside. God is stirring up the gift 
that is inside you. It ate its way out of the egg in the egg stage. But now it will emerge. It will only emerge by flapping its wings. So the butterfly on the inside, it starts flapping its wing until it emerges from the cocoon. It's using as something that was on the inside, but that it never had before. And I, I, if nothing else you get from that, you don't have to get the science. Just know that you're going to emerge on something that is already inside you. It's in you. It's already in you. It's in you. Everything God put you in that you came out of made you better. I want you to write that down. I want you to understand that. And I, I even want you to reflect on that this week. Everything that God put you in. I'm not talking about things you put yourself in because God knows there are situations we put ourselves in. But I'm reminding you that everything that God put you in that you came out of made you better all the caterpillar did, did, knew how to do was crawl and eat and that got it out of the egg but now the butterfly must do what it does best now flap its wings fly and bust out of the cocoon God's already equipped you with everything you need to come out of your storm he's equipped you he's equipped you he's prepared you and you're ready. Now in the butterfly stage, I want to also remind you of this. The, we talked about the egg stage. We talked about the caterpillar stage. The pupa stage is where the caterpillar transforms into the butterfly. And in the butterfly stage, I want to let you know this. It doesn't last long. The butterfly looks to reproduce quickly because it has a short lifespan. It comes out ready, running, flying going to places and levels where it's never been. It's going to places now that it could not go as a caterpillar. It's extending itself beyond the reach of anything that it's ever known before. Your GPS can't take you there because you've never been there before. Let me say that. Your GPS can't take you there because you've never been there before. Stop relying upon past experiences to take you to where God wants you to go because you're going to a place where you've never been before. How can you know the directions? How can you know the way? You're going to have to step out on faith. You're going to have to step out on God's word and trust him because you don't know the way. You don't know the directions. You don't know where you're going because God has elevated you to a level beyond your experience beyond everything that you've ever seen before God's taking you higher and to a new level and on this new level since you've never been there before you're going to have to trust God even more than you've ever trusted him before you're going to have to trust him I want you to think of it this way when you're driving around where you're from you drive around you know where you're going you know some of you don't even use your GPS you're driving around I know where I'm going but then you drive to a new state to a new city and you don't know where you're going. You know what you do? You have to rely upon the maps. You have to rely upon the word signs. 
you have to rely upon your GPS and you have to trust it because you don't know where you're going. Your practical experience is useless in your new destination. You're going to have to trust what you have with you. And I came to tell somebody that don't be frustrated and lose sight of what God's trying to do in your life. Where you've been before will not help you. The only thing that is going to guide you to where you need to go on this new level after you've emerged is God. You're going to have to trust his direction. You're going to have to trust his word. You're going to have to step out by faith on his promises. That's the only thing that's going to see you through. Thing I'm going to warn you and then I have to close. My time is up. Once you get to your new level, once you get there, you may visit some of your friends who are on a different level, but never lose sight of who you are. I remind you of the eagles. Remember the eagle that was raised with the chickens? You remember that story? It's told so many times that I'll just paraphrase. The eagle was raised with the chickens and because it did not know what it could do, it tried to cluck like the chickens, but really couldn't do it. It tried to strut like the chickens, but really couldn't strut. Tried to peck like the chickens, but really couldn't peck like the chickens. So one day, the eagle saw a bird that was just like him. A bird that was soaring and flying high above the chicken coop. The farmer eventually took the eagle to the top of the barn and told him to stretch his wings so that he could walk inside the experience of what God had put in him. He let the eagle off of the barn. The eagle had to trust what he'd been equipped with. And eventually he stretched his wings and he flew, soared high into the sky. He was exercising finally what God had put in him. Now the eagle had the ability to go back down and visit the chickens but he could never forget who he was. He had to get up and fly. And I want you to understand this. The eagle could go visit the chickens, but the chickens could never go visit the eagle. I want you to think about that. Don't lose sight of who you are. Remember to exercise everything that God has put in you. God has great things that he desires for you to do. But we must remember what stage that we're in. But in it all, we have to trust God. Somebody, I want to remind you, you might be in the egg stage. In the egg stage, don't forget that you've been properly positioned. You might be in the caterpillar stage. Don't remember in the caterpillar stage, you it's about preparation. You prepare by eating. You're eating so that you can emerge from your next change. In the pupa stage, it's all about using the energy that you've garnered from the caterpillar stage. All of that eating that you did is helping you to emerge. And in the pupa, inside the cocoon, you can't eat your way out. But at that point, you've been equipped with wings and those wings will help you to flap your way out until you're free from the cocoon.
finally on the caterpillar stage you can now go to another level you can now experience things that you've never experienced but the higher the level the greater your faith in God must be the less you can depend upon yourself and the more you have to trust God can I pray with you Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for your word. This word that really specifically targets how we grow. That targets the process, Lord. That targets how we behave in every stage. Being able to identify where we are in you. And appreciating all the way, Lord, the steps of a good man are ordered by you. You properly positioned us in our youthful stage. Lord, you, you help us to garner the energy we need in the stages where maybe we're only praying, maybe we're only, maybe we're only fasting, maybe we're only working. But Lord, we never lose sight of the fact that we will emerge from where we are. And Lord, when it's time to emerge in the pupa stage, you've already equipped us with the wings that we need to escape so that we can fly as the butterfly that you have designed us to be. Lord, always keeping sight that we can trust our, our own experience. But as we go higher, we must trust you because Lord, you're able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we could ever ask or think. And Lord, our trust and our faith is in you. In Christ's name we pray, amen. I pray this word has encouraged you. I pray that this word has blessed you. I pray that you have taken things from this word that not only bless you today, there will be an encouragement to you all through the week that we might grow closer in our relationship with God. Be blessed. I hope and pray that each of you were touched and inspired by our service today. If you wish to partner with us, you can do so by Giveify. Download the app on Apple Store or Google Play and search for Bright Temple. If you wish to partner with us on Cash App, just look for Bright Temple in the two line. And in the four line, tell us the purpose of your gift. If you would rather mail your gift, you can mail us at Bright Temple, Post Office Box 453, Shelbyville, Tennessee, 37162. Thanks in advance for your generosity, and we pray God's blessings on you and your gifts.